are on the starting line, the way this is going to work, you all have special rules for racing your birds. In front of you, you've, you've got, I believe, the stats for your various birds. I barely remember. Dude. Were we at the starting line? Yes, we were. Yes, we were at the starting line. In fact, you've already described where you are and what you're doing. And my Naruto sleeveless jumpsuit. Mm. Yes. Did it not have sleeves? It doesn't now. Janet rips off his sleeves. They flew off in the wind. Mm -hmm. Just to remind everyone who the other uh, people in the race are, um, obviously Anakin Skywalker, Aldarbedo, Rats Tyrell, Sebulba, <laughs> Mahonic, Dudbolt, Clegg Holdfast, EBE Endocot, Gazgango, e Bulls Roar, Team Tope, Pegales, uh, Elan Mac, Mars Guo, Elon Musk. <laughs> Neva Key, Juan Sandage, Odie Mandrell, and everybody's favorite, Ben Quadraneros. There were that many people in the pod race? Yeah, most of them. The pod race died, enormous. Odie Mandrell actually couldn't make it because they were mailed to Abu Dhabi shortly before <laughs> the... Artie Lang? Did, did, did George Lucas really just write all of those names? Like, is, did, did he, was he like, this is the list? And he like, <laughs> turned it into his publisher... I mean, some of those you do hear, like B Ben Quadraneros. You yeah, hear that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, yeah. it definitely sounds like Elon Musk. Yeah, one definitely sounds like Elon Musk. Elon Mack? Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it was 2000? 99. 99. It was 99. Elon Musk was only five years old. Yep. I saw, good Lord, we had a, we had a, like a charity art auction at work, and the founder of the company came and he brought his son, who's about 16 years old. This kid was wearing a fucking Borat shirt, which is maybe the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Now, did you go up to that also, kid who was wearing the Borat shirt and say, very nice? No, I said, my wife. <laughs> okay, well, that's yeah, fine. He said, very nice. Okay, so we're probably going to play our game here. No. Sure. Uh, sure. How much? <laughs> Okay, uh, so we are at the start of this race. There are two brass cannons on either side of the pitch. There's the screaming audience, the crowds all around. You can see, yeah, they are ah! terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the cannons. Fire! Fire! <laughs> my legs, my legs. All right, now the rest of this is about your pirate crew trying to put out a fire <laughs> as quickly as you can to be the saviors of the town. But Jesse and James are here, <laughs> and they're going to take your Pikachu. <laughs> um, so there are these two cannons on either side of the track, a roaring crowd all around. So many colors in the air, uh, people chanting like different, you know, like soccer chants, but they are for their like section of the city. Like weirdly or their complicated claps and 
She's like, victory. We have the victory. It's, it's <laughs> an exact, like, it's 50% between, like, soccer chants and uh, what they do for J-pop shows for, for idols. So, like, there are complicated, like, wand dances people are doing in the audience. Uh, it's overwrought. This perfectly speaks to our fan base, the intersection between J-pop fans and soccer fans. <laughs> I feel like we'd be surprised on that. <laughs> I bet we have more K-pop fans than J-pop fans. Mm, that's probably true. And soccer fans outweigh both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, we only have two guys, but they're very large. <laughs> uh, they're very large. <laughs> but it, it turns uh, to the keeper of the traitor's skull who is in an elevated stand. Uh, you can see next to them is your employer, the broker, dressed up as a big weird bird. Um, <laughs> he's now wearing a hood that kind of looks like a crow's head. It is clearly made by very expensive materials, but still somehow looks cheap and awkward on his body. Is it like a, like a plague doctor? Almost like a plague doctor, but you can still see his face. Is yeah. it? Is his costume, like, in line with, like, everyone else's regalia, or is it he's just being a weirdo? No, everyone else is, like, dressed in colorful, like, outfits to celebrate the day. Uh, And he does have, like, a orange badge on that sort of represents his team and interests that matches the insignia on on your clothing. But uh, he looks just like a big, weird bird man. Cool. Great. Uh, The keeper of the traitor's skull, their voice echoes throughout the crowd. They don't really make much of a speech. It's more like an official pronouncement that the race is about to begin. And the crowd quiets from a roar to a a heavy murmur um, that reverberates. You can see all of the riders around you, like, grip their various reins for their birds. And then the cannons go off. And the race has begun. Right now, you are all in the follow group. There are five spots in the lead group uh, and a six total spots that you could get into. You're going to be bucking for uh, leadership throughout this race. You are going to go by the speed on your bird. So I want everybody to go around and say what the minimum speed on your bird is. Four. I have a range of three to six. Okay, so three. I'm two to eight. All right, so the first one up is going to be Travis. As soon as the cannons go off, all the birds lift into the air, and yours is quicker than the rest of the Uhuru cruise. Are you going to take the final lead spot or are you going to stay in the follow group? Let's get that lead spot. All right. So you are now up for potential lead as we have Jonnet and Gable behind. Uh, You have the actions listed on those racing rules in front of you. 
every round you are going to have a movement action, which will be anything that doesn't require a roll, and an action, which could be something that requires a roll, or you could decide you want to do two movements. What are you going to do? Is there anyone I can overtake? So not right now, as your speed is lower uh, than most of the other competitors, but you could do something like a stunt to try and increase your speed and then do an overtake. Yeah, I'll do a stunt. All right, so that will increase your speed by one. So I need everybody, here are pencils in the middle of the table, so everybody's got a bird. Mark what your current speed is. So what what does your stunt look like as you're you're doing this with Ferdinand, your duck? Um, so I think we, f- we kind of fly forward f- quick and then go high very, very quickly. And then as soon as we get to... The, the peak of where we want to go. Uh, Ferdinand kind of like tucks in its wings mm-hmm. to, to become like a bullet to just shoot down as fast as possible. Oh, cool. So um, like we, we can see the birds fanning out along this track that's uh, running down the main drag in the city as you head towards the outer walls. The leader group is the goose, Bills, 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 <laughs> following Gaston, who is a frigate bird. So a black bird with a big red We'll say ball sack uh, on its neck. Neck Um, Following Nimbus, the common swift. So it looks kind of like a black seagull. That is following aristocracy, a giant golden eagle, uh, which is in turn following the leader, Victory, a peregrine falcon. So Travis's Ferdinand like tucks in its wings and shoots out in front of Bill's, 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 knocking it out of the leader group. Bills, Bills, Bills uh, is being ridden by like a veteran rider and there are cheers in the crowd as they see this new contender on this very flashy bird zip by. Well, what's everybody else doing here? Gable's still in the, the back group. Mm-hmm. What bird is last in the leader group? Uh, the last in the leader group right now is actually Travis. boy. I want to eliminate the threats in the follower group, so they're going to use Metatron to do intimidation attacks since we can't actually attack. So like dive bombing. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You are flying around Jolly Roger, which is a magpie, a squall, a crow, and Nipperkin, a bearded vulture. They've all sort of like taken positions uh, that look like they're trying to threaten the leader group. Mm -hmm. Who are you going to target? Or are you just trying to dive bomb everyone? A full span, like go all the way up and then dive bomb down to the left across the swath of the follower group. Okay, so for this, you are going to make an attack rolling yes. with your bird stats. I believe this is going to be a hard check, and this will either be using your strength or your grace. I think this is a pretty good roll, Liz. So. so we have one threat and three successes. Okay. I think. Uh, so three successes, that, that, that's going to be eight damage overall to mm-hmm. the endurance of your opponents. Yes, yes, um, yes. And yeah, because you decided to target all of them, that, that's just going to hit all three of Jolly Roger, Squall, and Nipperkin. This is going to take either from your speed or your endurance the, the threat that you rolled. So... Endurance is fine. Okay, so subtract subtract that from your endurance and and how much from endurance? So uh, how many threats did you get on that roll? That was just the one threat. Just the, so that's just one from your endurance. Perfect. So now I'm at fourteen endurance, my friends. And so I knocked them down. Each was down 
eight points in endurance now or yes each is each is losing eight so uh, jolly roger and squall it looks like you took them by complete surprise uh i think it actually hits to the point where metatron's like talons reach out and actually manage to grab a chunk of feathers from from both of them but not actual meat because that's cheating but just enough it's not cheating it's just the birds can attack each other (gasps) really um that's something that you didn't know no good to know good (laughs) to know so eating ain't cheating is the better way to say that. <laughs> you just can't kill the birds. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Birds can bite other birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You dive bomb these birds. Uh, they, they squawk in surprise. Uh, Nipperkin, it looks like, is not daunted by, by this attack What's that nipper- you've made. What's Nipperkin? Nipperkin is a bearded vulture. Yeah, fuck and that. I think Nipperkin actually turns Casey, around. Casey, keep that. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> keep that. Fuck that. <laughs> Nippergen turns fuck. around to try and attack you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a little spicy today. Uh, wow, you are exactly right. Yes, um, it doesn't. It does manage to takes. take one away from your total speed, though. So, okay. uh, what 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 does it look like as Metatron evades this attack? So, Nipperkin is this big, nasty-looking vulture with with a crown of red and white feathers and a very mean-looking face. It swoops in after Metatron, but it doesn't actually manage to hit you; just distract you as you fly to evade it. Yeah, Gable, had, like they they brought in this these two big sacks of just things that were like harnesses and ostensibly prop, like not props, but things that would be actually used for writings, but not weapons. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is as the, the vulture dives, it, it's like Get, as the crow flies. Yeah. As the vulture dives. Yeah, as the vulture dives. Uh, so are the days of our- <laughs> Gable brings out like a sack full of sand. That's kind of like meant to be counterweight for the bird and just kind of like throws it in the air. And so it gets a bunch of sand in its eye. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It squawks in anger and frustration and, uh, it's rider swears at you in a language that you're not familiar with. Excellent. Is sand in his eye as well? Uh, I think so. I think he's rubbing sand from his eye as well. So my speed is down one. Your speed is down one. But I was going at my minimum speed anyway. Yeah. So it will, it will reset, uh, the next round. You are threatened for falling back to the uh, I was already last the place group. group. Yeah. yeah, you're in the follow group now, so you, you might get bumped back past the follow group. Okay. It would be kind of easy to overtake that, uh, but let's see. Can you make an average check using either uh, strength or grace? Since you've got five strength, I think this is going to be a pretty easy one for you. Yeah, I'm going to do strength again. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That oh, is yeah. No, no question. So you you easily maintain your space. Two advantages. Now we're, we're at Tyler. Um, am I, I st- uh, what question? Oh. Am I still at three or back at two speed? Uh, you are uh, now. You're at three again, three again. Um, because Perfect. you didn't get knocked back. Okay. John, so to start, I am starting off with my minimum speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I feel like Jonet is. I feel as though people are like taking off like very much vertically on like an uptick. I feel like Jonet wants to like try and keep it close because especially in this first part, we're going directly through the market, right? Yeah, you're going right over the market. So Jonet is going to like kind of play it as close to like the ground as possible. He thinks that that's going to be cool and he thinks that's going to maybe net him a little bit of decoration. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So, So I guess to do that... 
I would just... I don't know if that counts as a stunt or... Okay. You're, you're posturing right now, uh, so that's going to increase your splendor by two for each action that you spend on that. Okay. So if you want... Do you just want to double posture or... Yeah, I want to like... F- to like fly really low, and then when we get to like the maybe an opening in the in the market, I want to have flea actually like go down. Wait, if I touch the ground, am I disqualified? Yeah, if you if your bird fully lands, you will be disqualified. Great. Well, then I won't do that. And you do know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, then, uh, yeah, I want to go to the middle of the market and then do as much of a right angle up as I can, and then just like kind of spin around and then like open. The um, and then do do we have uh like a group name for this for the, our team? I can't remember. No, I, I don't think we have. I don't did. think it, not not one that we've publicly announced. Uh, okay. I will say that this is the brokers yeah. team, but you can definitely have a name. Okay, I, that's what I want to do. And at the top of the spin and like the big reveal, John it wants to scream out like, "The broker has decreed this deal is done." <laughs> 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 oh, oh my and gosh! He's probably gonna fall far back in, oh, the, no, in no. the order of things, but <laughs> you know that's what he's doing up top. We can workshop that. <laughs> Ooh. You're so far ahead I, of him. <laughs> I love it. I, I will be right back. I need to get some tokens for us. Ooh, tokens. Also, <gasps> spaghetti farts. Oh. Something's cooking in her kitchen, and it's farts. Poop. <laughs> she loves to fart. She loves it. She absolutely loves it. And it's because she's so good at it. Farting? You know what? It's weird. Find your bliss. You would think that she would either fart all the time or never, because I assume she eats the same goddamn thing every day. Yeah, I mean, she farts all the time. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. She will fart, especially when she's, like, sleeping. Mm. Because at that point... She's she's holding it in during the day because she doesn't want to be rude. Yeah. Yeah. She's very polite. Because, like, you fart in your bed, so she's in her bed. Oh, wow. Yeah. I only fart in my bed. Yeah. Get it over here. Mm -mm. No, I I have a tube I put in my butt, and it lines out of my bed. Mm, That's the window. That's smart. Yeah. That shit's for the birds. Very polite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Love to fart on birds. Honestly, a fart tube that goes outside my house, I'm into it. Even if I got to put it in my butt a little bit, I'm into it. Uh, oh, no, it's a lot. It's a lot. You got to get it <laughs> really go deep in really the butt. Well, yeah, I think yeah. you could probably make like a seal around the butt where you don't have to put it so far in no, the butt. No, no, okay, no, no, you've no, tried no. it. No, man. Uh, uh, so at the end of the round, I want to do a quick splendor check. I believe uh, Jonnet's probably going to be in the lead for splendor, um, but uh, Jonnet, what, what is yours? What is your splendor um, right now? Dum, dum. Splendor is three. Splendor is three. Okay. Oh man, Lucas would have been. Yeah, the, we the made lead, a mistake. The lead, you say? You've got temporarily four because you did that stunt at the oh. end, that posture. Oh, we we're just looking at like three okay. plus those four, so that's going to be seven. Okay, right now. great. Yeah, so my um, splendors right now. Do you have higher than seven? John? No, it's not higher than seven. Okay, um, it's pretty good. So the it's first eight. actually is going to be. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, so actually, uh, the, the first place for Splendor sure. right now is Gaston, the, the frigate bird, uh, the, the bird that has uh, balls Gaston. for a chin. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of the air, as it is flying, it, it like does a similar fan to, to Jonnet's, but it inflates its neck pouch to, yeah. to be this big heart-shaped thing as it sort of like flaps in front of the crowd. There's a roar of the crowd as flowers descend down upon that rider. 
in that moment, uh, Jonnet sees this happen like right after he does his, uh, and then like he leans, he looks over in front and like is patting the front of Flea's chin. I'm like, where are your chin balls? Please, <laughs> where are your chin uh, balls? I don't know how birds uh, work. Having the second most splendor to Gaston, you get to grab two of these little chits at uh, random. Not looking in, and totally at random. Okay, I have green and red. All Christmas. right. So at the end, uh, where part of uh, what, what's going to happen for your decoration is those are flowers from different regions of the city. Oh, yeah. If you manage to collect uh, one from every region, mm. uh, that will be worth some points. And having the most chits at the end will cool. be worth points. Um, it is, James. Yeah. So next up in Splendor, it's probably Johnny. Johnny, what's I have, yours? I have five. Five? Uh, so, yes, you also grab two. Is Dref going to be included in the sideline uh, Dref, stuff Dref, during a turn? Yeah, or? Dref is in the sideline stuff that will happen right before the next round starts. I got one red and one Jordan almond. Put it in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> Darp. What is your Splendor? Uh, two. Mm. Two? Mm. Yeah, what about you, Liz? No. <laughs> Everybody hates your bird. No. <laughs> and oh, do you hate that's <laughs> Do you hate that bird? Like some <laughs> Do you hate that bird? <laughs> Fly to <the> left. <laughs> do you want the bird to drop? <laughs> yeah, actually, Liz, uh, you don't get any uh, oh. decoration. Uh, but it did so good. <laughs> <laughs> you did you did do good, but you're not posturing for the audience. They're they're looking for people to to rain their flowers upon. Uh so we are about to come up on the first checkpoint of the city. Now, Dref, I know that you are waiting by the finish line, but as you are the only player character, I believe you also bear some responsibility in coordinating the rest of the city, even if you're doing so clandestinely. Uh so do you have the sideline actions on you? that you can look over to see what you might want to do? Um, no. I've got it right here. Thank you. You can, you can uh, piss your pants without rolling. You so. can piss your pants for free. <laughs> and I was thinking of making you have to roll for that, but then I was like, well, we want it to happen. Paul, so draw a luminary to piss your pants. <laughs> what season is the piss? <laughs> Seasons of piss. I think I think since that we are a pirate crew and we have pirates stationed throughout the city, mm-hmm. I think we were going to try to cheat. Yeah, I love it. I love to cheat. Mm-hmm. So this first checkpoint, is that where the these uh, laurels were thrown or the flowers were thrown at the uh, first checkpoint? So the, the, these first flowers are actually thrown uh, down the main drag. Uh, the first checkpoint is going to be here, uh, or, or is going to be here. So you flew down this main drag, and now this is the first checkpoint. Do people throw flowers at the checkpoints? Um, yes, okay. definitely. So I think for the flowers that are being thrown at the checkpoint, um, the way that we're going to cheat is we, uh, Dref has either purchased or acquired yeah. some fake flowers um, that basically look like the oh the God. flowers of whatever color that people would need or would go after. Ooh, uh, yeah. But upon, yeah. like, landing on your bird, they kind of, like... Um, turn black or like you know, uh, uh, Thanos dust away or so- something like that. Like Boy, they are <laughs> for <laughs> for uh, for the one that came out a year ago. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, so he's going to 
he's going to like have the uh, pirates basically throw fake flowers. Okay, cool. I like that. Now, do they affect the riders in any way or the birds in any way, or are they just like preventing them from the decoration? I think what they do is they kill anything they touch. Okay. Good. That should be inconspicuous. Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master. Welcome to the mid-roll. This week we've got a radvertisement for you, and it's coming to us from Aaron Steele and the In Character Podcast. The In Character Podcast is an actual play tabletop role-playing podcast, playing the Horde of the Dragon Queen, a D&D 5e adventure. Most of the time, they act silly, but there are some intensely dramatic moments as well. Very early on, the party acquired some dragon's eggs, hatched them, and have been trying to raise them. And some have turned out better than others. These dragons have added an interesting and unique take on the Horde of the Dragon Queen, but if D&D doesn't do it for you, they also have a Genesis campaign. And a Star Wars campaign in the works. You can find the in-character podcast at icpodcast.ca, on Apple Podcast, or most major podcatchers. Be sure to join Corbin, Lorik, Cedric, and Jamesonite as they stop the Cult of the Dragon, work through personal issues, and raise their own flock of dragons. Come get in character with the In Character Podcast. A huge thanks to the In Character Podcast and Aaron for sponsoring this week's episode. Heroes, I want to thank everyone who came out to our live show in Chicago. It was amazing. We're still working out our live show format for Skyjacks, but I'm very excited to do it all again at this year's Gen Con. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I suggest you hurry. We have less than half of our tickets left. And I don't want anyone to be shut out because they missed their opportunity to get a ticket. As in previous years, you can show up with generic tickets, but we are limited by the space that was given to us. If you want tickets to the show or any of our Gen Con events, head to the events section of the Gen Con website and search for One Shot Podcast. You'll be able to find everything the network is doing right there. Coming up on the One Shot Network on July 19th, I'm going to be doing a stream with my good friend Darcy Ross. We're going to be talking about my new book, The Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide, and its spiritual cousin, Monty Cook Games' Your Best Game Ever. We'll be talking RPG theory and taking audience questions. So be sure to join us in the chat at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. Then on an as-of-yet-unspecified time on July 26th, we are going to be live-streaming a rebroadcast of the first episode of Skyjacks. You'll be able to listen along with all sorts of friends in chat. I'll be there to answer questions, and it's a perfect opportunity to introduce your friends to the show. If people like doing it, I think we'll make it a regular thing. Once again, that's on July 26th. Be sure to watch our Twitter page for a vote on when we're going to do the broadcast. Finally, folks, I know a lot of you are excited about our Skyjack soundtrack album, and I want to remind everybody that if you're looking for updates about it, the best thing to do is head to our mailing list and sign up. Not only will that be the first place we let you know information about the upcoming album Kickstarter, but it's also a great place to get new Skyjacks art and setting tidbits. Just head to bit.ly slash skyjackscrew. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. First up, Buddy Decay. Thank you so much. Helen Ho. Thank you very much. Erina. Thank you so much. Ryan Little. Thank you very much, Ryan. Aaron Yarsborough. 
Thank you very much. Guy Weisinger. Thank you. John Opera. Thank you very much. Moonlight Wing. Thank you. Robert Gill. Thank you so much. Dylan Hitt. Thank you very much. Mitchell Shipman. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Sink. Thank you. Rory Lichinski. Thank you so much. Matthew George. Thank you very much. Sally Martin. Thank you. Aaron Koningsberg. Thank you. Eric Crook. Thank you very much. And Dylan Rogers. Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. You make everything that we do possible, including weekly campaign skyjacks. That money helps me live. It also pays all of our performers and our editor, Casey Tony, along with the litany of artists that we hire to help bring the world of Spear to life. I want to give a big shout out to Jess for his amazing comic about Hildred and Gable. That was one of my favorite moments recording, and it was so amazing to see it on a page. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. I think that they are, um, they will not do that. Uh, Mm. I think that they will just be like, they will just look like laurels. Because I I think that I don't want to do like, I think this is kind of like a very mild form of cheating. Yeah. Uh, It's more like deception than true cheating. But like they won't work as hard. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just so that like, you know, because people, people are people angling for the type of, uh, a flower that they're missing or um, is that not really how it th- works that, that is a consideration that some writers have usually in the top group they're just trying to be in first and grab those banners but uh you know you never know that's true um so for th- for this checkpoint that's what we're gonna do I-, I have some other surprises cooked up for for later checkpoints okay excellent i i like that uh so yeah the, excellent. that means uh that our group is going to get preferential treatment for for these chits that we're going to be drawing for that but we have the leading birds uh now rolling to see if they can grab this checkpoint flag the first person uh their first place right now is victory which is written a little on the nose yes uh which is written by hildred Gastar. victory is going to roll to see if they can grab that checkpoint flag this is going to be a hard roll with a black die all right, so Victory tries to rake at the checkpoint flag, but they're simply moving too fast. Uh, Peregrine Falcons, being the fastest creature alive, have trouble like mid-air grabbing things, especially because Hildred isn't really concerned so much with the checkpoints. That would be nice. They're more con- concerned with the finish line. Uh, so their talons rake by this banner, but don't actually manage to snatch it. The crowd roars and cheers for those who are not on Hildred's team and everyone who is on Hildred's side uh, is just screaming because they're seeing her. She she does like a tight wave after missing the flag, uh, signaling to her teammate uh, writing bills, bills, bills now in the follow group, uh, like letting them know that it might be their job now. Aristocracy is next, uh, being ridden by Youngblood. Aristocracy uh, does another attempt to rake at this banner, though they are a little bit more proficient. And is there only one banner per checkpoint, or is there one banner per checkpoint? But you can take the banner off someone's cool. Yeah, you can steal the banner from people who grab it. 
All right, and the banner goes to Aristocracy. So Aristocracy grabs the the, the first banner this year, the Autumn Banner, uh, a big orange banner is trailing from the talons of this golden eagle as the crowd from the winter region starts to cheer with just roaring applause. Next up, since we're going by speed, it's going to be Johnny first. All right, I'll do another stunt. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna keep building building speed. You can push to really add speed. It would take two from your endurance, but you can make an average check to add two speed, a hard check to add four speed, or, or a daunting check to add six speed. It will take from your endurance, but it'll really zip you up. So daunting is uh, how how many? It is four purple. I'm gonna try it. Whoa. Okay. Let's see what this let's see what this bird can do. Oh, you, I think, are so oh. it was the same. So, is it three? Do you have three strength or three grace or three? Okay, I am gonna give you a blue die for this because you have been a bird. Oh, I have been a bird. Three failures and two advantages. Okay, so your advantages, let's see here. Can I use those advantages to add blue dice to my next? Yeah, I'll I, do that. We'll, we'll do that. I'm, um, fe- I'm feeling out the bird. I'm seeing how this bird, the handling of this bird differs from the handling of myself. So <laughs> subtract two from your endurance. You you try to push this bird. It, it flaps furiously, like trying to catch up to the leader group. Uh, but you can tell like it's starting to put real stress mm. on it. You you know this is a fast bird and it can go faster than this, but probably not all at once. It, it's it's got the power to reach that top speed, but not the acceleration okay. right now. Um, so before you stress it out more, I think you dial back. All right, buddy. I see. I see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> that is what your bird would sound like. Yep. Oh, it's more like. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> So next up, I think, is going to be Bills, Bills, Bills is going to try and attack Ferdinand to try and get you out of the top space. Is Bills, Bills, Bills also a duck? Bills, Bills, Bills is a goose, a spur-winged goose. Gross. Yeah, uh, sorry to all the goose fans out here, but we are are not fans of goose. Who is a fan of a goose? Gooses are mean. Geese. Gooses are mean geese. geese. That's that's the distinguishing factor. So no, uh, they fail. Bill, how does Travis evade Bills, Bills, Bills? Like coming up on Ferdinand's heels. Like Ferdinand makes this push, doesn't quite uh, build up the speed, and and you back off before leaving time for this goose to like loom in and try and get you. How do you avoid getting got? Oh, I think so. Is this is is this like as we're passing the checkpoint? Yes, this is as you're rounding the checkpoint. So I think that we kind of realize they're on our on our tail, and as we pull back, um, are there are, is the checkpoint? Are there some sort of like poles, or or is it like a hoop that we have to go through, or something like that? Um, I think you just have to go around a pole. Okay, so I think we do. They're like right on our tail, and I think mm-hmm. that we basically kind of distract them from realizing that we're right at the checkpoint. We swoop around real quick, and at the last minute, they're like, oh, it's the checkpoint, and they have to, like, re-maneuver to, to make sure they get around it right. without, without hitting it, but also making sure that they 
past the checkpoint. Excellent. I love that. Uh, so this failure goes kind of hard with Bills, Bills, Bills as they uh, lose some in, lose, uh, lose endurance uh, trying to get you. Next up is going to be Gable. Yes. Where am I? You're in the, you're in the follow group right now. Group. So you're, you're sort of in a, like, there are a bunch of people around you, but your place doesn't really matter right now. Okay. I'm going to do a maneuver and an attack or a stunt and an attack. Okay, cool. These are the things. What bird is at the tail end of the lead group? Uh, it's it's still Travis, but you can target anyone in the lead group. Okay. And if it's me, so help me, I will kill you. <laughs> I will throw you off of your bird. You can't kill me. We can't kill each other. Get it? That's the thing. We can't or we won't? Well, we won't. Um, I'm going to target Gaston. Okay. So no one targets Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> I hate Casey, it. keep that in. Uh, <laughs> Casey, please. A lot of, a lot of Casey uh, direct lines. Today. Now that I know that I can uh, give Casey suggestions, <laughs> you work for direct. me. <laughs> uh, Casey, just actually pull up on YouTube and listen to that. <laughs> but don't put it in. Just no, I mean, yeah, don't put it in the show. But but please film yourself listening to that and post that to Twitter so that we know that you're yeah. following our instructions. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Casey. Excellent. Thank you, Casey. It's, it's like how Metallica wanted you know take out take out all the the red M&Ms yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah. we just want to make sure that you're, you know, you're listening. Yeah. You're listening. And we, want, we want you to hear that song. It's a fun song it to listen to. Very, very fun. Anyway, what Gable's doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stunt, so I'm trying to gain enough speed mm-hmm. to get onto Gaston's tail. And the way that I'm doing that, Gable, like, indicates this to Metatron by sort of, like, standing up and starting to ghost ride the whip. Like, sta- like standing on mm. uh chariot style holding oh cool uh, holding the bridle and that means like oh that's how metatron knows we mean business so we're trying to speed up and i can do that without rolling so i'm gaining one speed you there should gain one speed there yeah that'll, so i'm moving at four and you're rolling an attack on gaston yes what are you looking for <laughs> james <laughs> james can you hand me the map <laughs> oh yeah Please <laughs> keep that in. <laughs> so we're gonna get him enough speed, and then we're gonna try and get. How can I? How can I create an advantage here? So what? What? What you'd be doing if you hit Gaston, you'll be lowering Gaston's speed, uh-huh. uh, which will make it easier for Travis to just overtake them. Yeah. Uh, so like the faster Travis's bird gets, uh, they'll be able to like maybe even jump several birds to the top of the line as long as you lower their minimum speeds. Okay. Then uh, the attack that I want to do is Metatron getting. Oh, okay. We'll we'll try and roll it first, but I want to just like basically pull its tail feathers out. Ooh, cool. Yeah. So so it'll be like a nip. Yeah, like a nip. Four successes and advantage. Okay, so you are. This is going to be a heavy, heavy hit. Yeah. Uh, that you're doing. Uh, I think I know what it looks like. Oh, please, please describe it. Metatron gets up on Gaston's tail, and what was supposed to be just like it trying to pluck with its beak, just at tail feathers pulling it out, it actually like gets a little bit of meat and just tears some flesh out of its back. Ooh, so there's like a little bit of blood that streaks Ooh. through the air. Yeah, of my this, boy. This frigate bird, like, it's not a raptor at all. Uh, so it's it's not good at, like, bird-to-bird combat. Um, and it takes a heavy hit. Uh-huh. Let's see. So how many successes was that again? Three. 
Oh my gosh, so you hit it for eight. Yeah, I'm going to ruin these boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. And it also loses some speed, and it goes below its minimum speed, uh, so it might uh, fall out of the leader group. Yes, 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 yes. Did I have to take anything off for doing the attack, or...? Uh, no, no, I mean, that's no losing just, speed, no nothing, no losing speed or anything. You could have spent speed to upgrade your uh, green dice to yellow dice. Oh, okay. Good to know. Oh my gosh. It falls back. It surrenders. It surrenders to leave spot. So Gaston falls out of the leader group. Um, so it just had to make a save for it to keep its spot. Exactly. It okay. had to make a save to stay in the leader group and it couldn't do it. Uh, so now y'all, y'all have an option. Do you want to push Jonnet to the lead or do you want to take a spot in the leader group? I would push Jonnet. I also feel like with the stunt that Jonnet tried to pull, he's like further back in the follow group than... than it, The follow group is like totally amorphous. Gotcha. So it, positioning Great. doesn't matter. Okay. You, you just like, you see an option uh, pop up in the lead. So do you want to take it is a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, Jonnet would take it. Okay. Uh, so Jonnet now uh, follows Travis and it is Jonnet's turn. Okay, so we are coming up on that checkpoint. People are rounding it. Mm-hmm. Um, if in the lead group, would it would there be someone that he would be able to draft by? Ooh, Jonathan's yeah. going to draft behind Travis. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonathan yes. sees his opening, and like he does uh, a moment with like. <laughs> he like clicks in that uh, the little. Actually, you don't even have to draft right now um, oh, okay. because you're not going above your top speed. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I th- I just want to like gain more speed. So you can I, if, to do that, you could either stunt or push. Push is a roll and it takes endurance. Uh, stunt just like build speed without you having to do anything. I'm going to push. All right. Uh, push. Yeah. So are you going to do hard, uh, which is four, average, which is two, or daunting, which adds six? Uh, I'm just going to do average. Average. I okay. push average. So that, that'll be two purple dice against either your strength or your grace. Um, uh, and it will take two endurance to, to just to do this. Okay. So that's actually just going to be uh, one advantage. One advantage. Okay. So that would be a failure, um, but you will get a blue die to your future action. Actually, I will say you are with Travis right now and Gable is right behind you. You're flanked by two teammates. So why don't you roll that blue die right now? Okay. Okay. Well, then that is uh, with that. That's a success and two advantages. Okay. Uh, So at that, you you gain two speed uh, uh, plus one. So three speed total uh, because of your success. And uh, you have now two blue dice to use on a future action. Okay. Or give to a comrade. Uh, so with that, we come to the end of the round. And let's do a quick splendor check here. I'm betting that Johnny's got the most splendor right now. I have five. Yeah. Uh, so you get two of those. Ah, jeez. Two more Jordan almonds. 
Wow. Man. Two more Jordan almonds. Let's see. Uh, what's your splendor right now, Tyler? So does it not change from the first moves that I did? Uh, so those that was just a temporary posture. Gotcha. Well, then my splendor is normally at three. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you get one of those. One. And Gable, what's your splendor at? It's still two. Two. Yeah. But oh wait, that's right. That's right. These these enemies don't get any of this shit. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Why are you giving enemies our shit? You're right. Uh, yeah. So why are you giving? Enemies you get one of those. Why you giving enemies us shits? Yeah. The the only way you're gonna increase your splendor is through posturing mm. or or doing. I just, am. I did stand up on the bird. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. It is. It is very cool. What's the deal What's with the airplane deal with food? Ooh. Well, yeah. since we're we're sort of on this type five Bird of yours, JPC, yes. we are about to start the next round. We we can mm. see uh, the next checkpoint coming up, uh, the uh, winter checkpoint. What are you planning to do on the sidelines? So this uh, the winter checkpoint is where we will have um, you know again pirates from the crew. We got a big mm-hmm. crew of indeterminate numbers. Yes, <laughs> uh, and this time specifically, as the leader group goes by and goes for the banner, they are um, dropping like the equivalent of firecrackers, um, basically oh. fireworks that are not cool. meant to uh, ex- like explode, but they're meant to. Uh, cause a lot of noise and startle the birds that are coming for the lead. I love it. Now, since John, they're like spotting and since they see that Jonnet is in the leader group but not at the lead of the leader group, I don't think it'll be too obvious who they're trying to sabotage, but it's going to be some some firework sabotage. Okay. I think that that is that is a cheat. Uh, yeah. So is it, that I a think it's, it's probably it's probably some yeah. sort of school duggery role yeah. here. Um, but it's I would rather do like can we do like an Uhuru like what our yeah. our pirate crew school duggery role is instead of mine because mine's not a good. We'll, we'll use yours as a starting point. I'm going to say uh, we'll upgrade that three times because you're coordinating with the whole crew. So. What what is your skull degree? So my skull degree is two because my cunning is low. So so that would be upgraded to two yellow and a green. All right, we'll try it. I am going to say this is causing noise. So I'm going to say this is two purple and a black. Die. Okay, let's roll. This you're, you're not up. throwing like knives at people, which I think is the serious problem. <laughs> yeah. You think it's a serious problem that we're not throwing knives at people? Yeah, 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 I would like more knives. Throw. Okay, it's one success and one disadvantage. Okay, so I think best um, possible result. Operation this, Firefest. This is go. Daisy and Fuentes. Uh, oh, of course, it is do, doing this, and I think one of them uh, gets put in uh, like a drunk. Like, like they are both drunk. Oh, um, yes, that, but that's part of the cover, part of the plan. So, Certainly. like, one of them does get nicked by like the local police and really just put in like the the drunk tent to like you don't get to see the race anymore. Now you get to think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. But this plan goes off without a hitch. So you are going to be upgrading the difficulty of opponents to grab this flag. Nice. Um, Very good. So. First up, still in the lead with victory, we've got Hildred uh, going for this next flag. And they do not manage to pull it off. So their bird just graces by. Aristocracy is coming up. Uh, Youngblood once again swoops in trying to claim the second banner of the competition. And I believe they fail. Wow. They do. They fail and they fail hard.
So we can see this golden eagles are massive and they are like emerging around uh, this next uh, flag checkpoint. Uh, there are people like tossing flowers into the air. And this bird, I think, is moving so fast that they struggle to stay in control. So the talons rake by and like almost take the pole down. Like there's there's a big crack. There's kind of a boo from the crowd as like, this is poor sportsmanship. You're not showing good control of your bird. And they don't manage to grab it. After that, Nimbus gets a shot. And I know Nimbus is not on our team, but I'm rooting for Nimbus. No! <laughs> I am going to say Nimbus is going to spend two speed to upgrade their dice. Or actually, one, just one speed. Uh, they're going to upgrade their dice uh, and really try and grab this flag because it will help them place. Nimbus manages to swoop in, trading in some of their speed to actually grab the banner for the Winter District. There is a huge applause from the crowd as they see the banner lifted from the pole. Uh, and now, I believe, it is Travis's turn. Do I, So I would like to try and steal that that banner. Mm-hmm. Do, do I have to have the same speed as Nimbus? What, what is your speed My right now? My current speed is five. Five? Okay, you're actually going faster than Nimbus right now. So with an attack or... Yeah, th I believe this would be an attack because you're stealing the banner. With an attack, you can attempt to steal the banner and you would be able to spend an overtake action That's, to move in front of Nimbus. Cool. That is exactly what I would like to do. So I would like to attack. Do I? And I got two advantages on my last roll. So can I add two blue? Yes, you absolutely Hell can. Yeah. You just have to tell me what that is in terms of... Of the story after you roll. Sure. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust this bird up. This bird already took a pretty significant hit. Or no, no, this one didn't. Uh, bird busting. Um. Yeah. Wife. Shoot. Yeah. So that is one. Oh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one success and two advantages. Correct. No. Do I know how to read these dice? You do not. Uh, so that cancels out, and that cancels out, and you are left with that. Oh, one success and one advantage. Dope. I mean, you still get it. Yeah. So you now have this banner. Yes. And, um, and I would like to overtake. Is the banner just like held in the in the talons I believe of yeah Nimbus Nimbus has talons that they can hold it with though uh, an important thing to note Ferdinand is a duck and does not have talons that they can hold things with Can I grab the banner? Yes, you can. Very good. I would like to dive under for uh, for or not Ferdinand under Nimbus grab onto the banner mm -hmm. and I think I think that this weight is unexpected so I'm mm. going to basically grab on and it's going to drop the banner, but as I grab, I will be taken off of Ferdinand, and Ferdinand is going to do a loop around. Oh! Yes. Wow. And then I'm going to drop back on with the banner, and then we overtake Puck. Nimbus. Very good. Oh, that's very good and very cool, and I love it very much. Uh, uh, and then Travis dabs with the banner. <laughs> I think your splendor. <laughs> <laughs> there is there's a lot of uh, fanfare from the audience. They dig the hell out of this mood. There are are people uh, cheering your for like you. You, there, there are a bunch of asters that get thrown up in the air with people cheering for the autumn court. Uh, just a 
rad slick move, and you do overtake Nimbus. Ferdinand is now in third place. So once again, we return to the audition tables in front of the Uhuru. We see a long line of colorful characters, and one of them leaves the line uh, to approach the table. All right, it's time for me to come on down. <laughs> Ooh, I like, I like this. You actually, you're in the middle of the line. It's not time for you. But like, he's, he's approaching us and he's he's Such dancing confidence. forward and dancing back a little bit and then going forward again. All right, uh, that is my resume. <laughs> Mm. All right. You're really playing to an older demographic, <laughs> it seems. But I, but I am here to play. You have a tremendous amount of charisma. Oh, thank you very, very much. I am very excited to be here. I'm from Oklahoma. Spit, what is this person's name? Uh, let's see. Bench? Bench, is, yes. Is yes, that yes. a... Is that a given name or is that a pseudonym? No, I uh, I decided to legally change my name to the thing I love resting my butt on. Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. that's another good oh, one. He's what, doing what good. Would, what would I change my name to? Uh, sometimes I'll use uh, bench please uh, to uh, uh, overcome using a different word that I'm trying to remove from my lexicon. I it, I laugh every time. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Oh, oh, my name would be Bird. Because I like to I like to sit on birds. Ooh, that's a ten thousand dollar answer right there. Put that up on the board. What board? There's, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Stop putting things on the boards of the ship. Uh, please do not put. It's anything. already nailed oh, down. Well, no. I can't take it off. Nail it to the floor of the ship. Thank you, Victor White. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this your friend? Victor? Yes, this is Victor White. He comes with me everywhere I go. He's Hello. The po- he's uh, the point keeper and uh, all around just a uh, nice face to look at. Go ahead and give him away, Victor. Victor waves and does a twirl, fluttering his dress out. Uh, <laughs> he looks very, very pretty and stylish. Okay, so this is more of a twofer uh, when joining the ship. Uh, mm, I see. Well, what would your duties be mm, uh, aboard the Uhuru in your mind? Well, I would, uh, I would be announcing uh, what our hostages could win, uh, the ter- terrific prizes they could uh, get if they survive the entire way without divulging any secrets. Uh, I would also be in charge of uh, throwing it to commercials every. 15 to 20 minutes. So, wait, I don't. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, We're I don't encouraging understand. our hostages to withhold information <laughs> with the promise that they could win prizes? No, no, no. But the, the tricky part is you guys are going to be interrogating them, but if they don't, they could walk away with some fabulous prizes. So, raising the I, stakes I, and incentivizing not giving us the information. As far as psychological torture goes, it does confuse me, and so it mm-hmm. must have a similar result on the hostages. Oh, damn, yes, it is. <laughs> Trust me, your ratings are going to go through the roof. Our what? Your ratings are going to go through <laughs> the roof. Our what? Your ratings are going to go forward. Start sh- small stroke. You're back old. in it, back we're good. You are very Smoke old. is <laughs> pouring out of your mouth. <laughs> Victor, is he okay? Victor, you don't have to answer that. Victor, uh, like, s- smiles, like, mugs at the camera and, like, waves a fan to, to disperse some of the smoke. Like, let's solve this this way. Okay. Uh, you in the line, uh, who here thinks that this man is okay? 
Hmm, survey says you are not okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I, uh, thank you so much for having me, and, uh, I just wanted to let you... Are you giving up? Are you not... <laughs> oh, I thought the survey said... No, that. no, 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 it's just that you're not okay, but no one on this ship is okay. Yeah, the other people who are trying to be on this crew and competing with you for the job, believe it or not, do not get to make the hiring decision. One of the most important parts of, uh, uh this, uh, process uh, is uh, trying to decide, uh, uh, what exactly you would be making uh, wages-wise. Uh, um, so, would you take pirating for 100? I would go ahead and take pirating for 100. Would would you take pirating for 200? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take pirating for 200. That is our daily double. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We're getting getting a call from the banker. (laughs) Hello, it's me, the banker. Okay, it's the banker on the phone. (laughs) That's my dog. (laughs) Can you tell your dog dog to not bark bark during the recording? (laughs) What? Was it the pewing? Uh, (laughs) Spaghetti Uh, hates the Daily Double. Oh, I hate the Daily Double. like, they're hunting for doubles. I hate it. They tell you not to do this when you take the Jeopardy test. (laughs) Oh, I know how this works. uh, If you start at the bottom and then bid high, even if you lose, you have statistically more likely to make more money going into the final round. Do you still need me on the line? No, we never did. We never did. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to go play with my dog. Call call you later. Love you, bye. Okay, I love you. (laughs) That seemed kind of personal. Bring, bring, bring. <laughs> bring, bring, bring. Yes? Uh, hey, sorry. It's the, it's the banker. Uh, a different to, ringtone. Do you want to talk to Dreff Yeah, instead? please. Okay. Okay, call yourself. Uh, hello, is this Dreff? Hey, uh, just uh, could you grab some milk on the way home? We just got two gallons of milk. Well, I dropped one. You dropped one? Down the stairs. Oh, the no. Dog, the dog was being so rowdy. <gasps> Dan, you, know, you know how he gets. Dan. You know how he gets. Dan, was the dog really being rowdy? No, I'm just a Butterfingers. <laughs> And we'll be right back after a commercial from United Dairy Farmers. <laughs> oh, good. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who could be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dreff Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at ATPTunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. 
The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends near rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky